This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Okay, everyone, welcome back to um, the second chilek of our shir. Now I would like to speak about another aspect of the Yomtif of Shavuos. We know that Shavuos, one of the reasons why I love Shavuos is because of the various and colorful different kriyos that we have on Shavuos. Um, we have different shrubs and different tunes and different melodies for the various kriyos, and that's always a major highlight. So of course we have Akdamos, Akdamos Milen Meshara Yoshusa. Okay, that's one. And Akdamos is in most Batei Knesiyos, they read it before the Koyen makes the bracha over the Torah. Although there is a custom that some say the bracha and then they say Akdamos. Then of course you have Megillas Rus, which might be my favorite Megillah. Even though, yeah, I know I probably say that when we get up to Esther, but when we get up to Rus, then I also say Rus is my favorite Megillah. And the trup of Rus is spectacular. And then you have Yitziv Piskam. Yitziv Piskam is like a, a melody of the Malachi Hashares. And that's a very unusual that we would sing a piyot smack in middle of the Haftarah. Yitziv Piskam Liahasud Gam Berivai Rivivayirin Aneyana Biminyana Defaslin Arbaturin Kadamahir. It's a very beautiful tune. So why are we singing songs in the beginning of Kriya Satayra, in the middle of the Haftayra? Why do we only have a song of Hakdama on the first day Kriya, and not the second day? And a song of Hakdama for the second day Haftayra, and not the first day? So this is addressed in a very interesting Sefer. The Sefer actually has no name. Not only does the Sefer have no name, I've only seen one copy of the Sefer in the entire world. I happen to have it. I've never seen it anywhere else in any uh, Svarim store. It doesn't even have a name. I, uh, my grandfather brought it over from Europe. There's no name of the Sefer. It's a collection of the Chidushim of Rameir Shapiro. I think I should have it on my shelf and I will show it to you. So this wonderful Sefer, I don't know what it's called. Here, look, you can look at both sides. There's no name on it, not on the book binding. On the inside, there are pencil marks. We always wondered who wrote this, who wrote these Chidushim. Um, and actually it says there's a stamp, Der Pidyon von dem Sefer got Gilatoivas von Ist. Gerinditin Beis Shapiro of Lublin. So, you know, this something my grandfather brought over for Europe, from Europe. On the inside it says Sefer Zichroin Meir. So it's a Sefer Zikaran for Rabbi Yehuda Meir Shapiro. And there's all kinds of handwritten stuff in it. It seems like it was published by a son or a relative of Meir Shapiro. And in the beginning, they publish a chidush, it looks like from the father of Rameir Shapiro, and it's about this subject. Okay, and here it goes. The piyot yitziv piskam of the haftoyah of the second day of Shavuos, we conclude 
Which is a Pele. Who in the world is Yainasan? Who's Yainasan? What do you mean, Yainasan, Gevarin Vesan? Yainasan, the humble man. Who's Yainasan? Ah, so Yisrael says, Moshe Rabbeinu, it's Shavuos, and one of Moses' names was Yainasan, and we're giving him uh, Shkoyach, because he was a humble man. Ani Choyshev, Sheyesh Mefarshim Kamoizah, I think that some people explain it that way. But I want to show you the pshat of the father of Meir Shapiro. It's a wondrous pshat. The Taz in Archaim, Simitav Tzadidad, he brings an early custom that on the first day of Shavuos, what they did would do is, Baruch Hashem Amvayrach, Baruch Hashem Vayrach, Elam Vayev, Baruch Hashem Gimelach, Elam Hashem Bacharban, Migal Mimason, Lonus Tayros, Baruch Hashem, Noisena Tayrach. And then they would say Akdamos. There was an early custom to read the first Pasuk and then Akdamos. And the Taz wonders, how can you be Mavsik in Mil Chris with a song? And therefore the Taz says, you got to say Akdamos before the first Pasuk, before the Bracha. And the truth is, Yitzhak Piskam. You should start chanting it before you make the bracha of the Haftarah. The only thing is, the Haftarah is not as chamur as the Kriya, and therefore you need to, therefore they allowed, you know, they let it slide. And Meaning, really, ideally, it should have been said before you make the bracha of the Haftarah, but uh, being mafsik by the Haftarah is not as chamur, and therefore you... Um, Therefore, we allow it to remain after the first passing. Now, you should know, what does it mean it's not as chamar? Does that, does that mean you could go downstairs and make Kiddush? No. Actually, yeah. If you're not Jewish, then you're allowed to go out and make Kiddush during the davening. But if your mother was Jewish, and you were given a bris milah on the eighth day, and you want to be like part of the Jewish people, then you stay inside for the services, and you conduct yourself with a modicum of dignity throughout the services, it's the least you could do that God has allowed your heart to beat and your lungs to inhale for, for the past week. Anyway, um, not only that, you know, if your shul has a cloth, wonderful. If your shul does not have a cloth for the Haftarah, then you need to say along the words of the Haftarah with the reader. Okay, But being mafsik is not as chamor than the reading of the Torah. Anyway, um, the question is, why did the early authorities enact Akdamas and Yitzit Pisgam in the first place? Why did they originally read it in the middle of the Kriya? And the father, Amir Shapiro, explains as follows. It is known from Shas in many places, and it's brought in the Torah in Simen Kuf Memhe, that in the days of the Gemara, they would read the Torah and they would be Metargim. So the reader, the Balkar, would say the first Pasuk, and the Metagim would translate the first Pasuk, and they did that until the end of the Kriya. So yes, that means the Kriya took a long time. No, and no, nobody went outside for Kiddush. Yeah, Gentiles, Gentiles were permitted to go outside for the Kiddush, not people who were born from Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. They, they participate in all Jewish observances. But... In back in the day, not everybody understood the Psukim or the Targum 
lended a uh, meaning, a translation for the Pasuk. So they had a metargame, and either metargame Pasuk by Pasuk, until the end of the laning, that's right. So be happy if your shul finishes 11.30, Be grateful you don't live like a thousand years ago, because uh, they were finishing, you know, 12.1 every Shabbos, because until the metargame was done, I don't know, maybe they didn't make as many bishaberachs, you know, so it wasn't as long. But, and they did so with the Haftarah. Even though, the, in the Navi, the Halacha is that you're allowed to translate three psukim at a, in a pop. That's not that you're required to do, you're allowed to do three at a time. Because uh, it wasn't, in the Chumash, it was very critical that they did it very organized, so that no mistakes would happen. We didn't have to be as careful when it comes to the Navi. Fine. Um... Nowadays, we don't say the Targum. Why? Because we have no idea what the Targum means. You know, we, we have no understanding of the language. So what would the Tachlis be translating Hebrew into, uh, into Aramaic? That would be like translating Hebrew into Swahili. I mean, what, what good is that going to do for anybody? So we don't do Targum anymore. That's what the Torah says in Kufnim Hey. Now, now that we see that they're Piyutim, like Akdomas and Yitzit Piskam and Targum, in all probability that they were enacted at a time that people understood Targum. Meaning, if you see a song in Targum, likely, back in the day, they understood the Targum. And then, they probably were metargim, the Kriya and the Haftarah, look in Toysus and Megillah Davchav Dalet, that in their days, they were metargim, the Haftarah of Pesach, and Shfuas, because um, it talks about the miracle of Kabbalah Satayra and the and uh, Matan Taira. So back in the day, in the times of uh, Shas, in the times of the Gemara, they would be Matargim, the reading of the Taira and the Haf Taira. And then, but this is not a of the Haftarah and the Torah. Okay, I'm I'm getting there. Right, right. So in other words, in all probability, if these Piyutim were written in, in Aramaic. It, they were written at a time people understood Aramaic. Now, if they understood Aramaic, in all likelihood, they probably were Matargim. Now, the Torah says something very interesting. As history progressed and people started forgetting and not understanding Aramaic, the custom was only to be Matargim, Pesach, and Shavuos because those were the most important Kriyos and Haftaras of the year. And the father of Meir Shapiro says that Akdamos and Yitziv Piskam, in honor of the Kriya of Kabbal Satayra, and we know those Kriyos were the most important because those ended up being the only ones that they were in Metargim, they wrote a Piyod Hakdama to the Targum. So in honor of the Holy Day of Shavuos, they wrote a hakdama to the Aramaic translation that they would use. They wrote akdamas, and they wrote Yitzhiv Piskam. So first, they would say the Targum, and as an introduction to the Targum, they would say akdamas, so that everybody would uh, understand, and everybody would be preempted that what, what's about to happen. Now, in the time of the Gemara, or maybe even in the Torah, when they translated the Psukim, 
So they read the first Pasuk and they were Matargim. Before they said the Targum, they said Akdomos as a Akdomo to the Targum. However, and they did the same thing with the Yitzit Piskam. They would be Matargim, the Psukim of the Haftarah. And as an intro to the first Aramaic translation of the first Pasuk, they would say Yitzit Piskam. Meaning the, the, uh, The laning of the second day of Shavuos, the Haftarah, is Eloi Right, I think the Haftarah begins, V'ashem echal kachoy hasmi panav kol So the Maftir would read the Pasuk, and then before the Metargim would say the Targum, they would read Yitzhib Tiskam. But we don't understand the Targum anymore. And therefore, we drop the Targum, both of the Chumash and of the Navi. And therefore, the Taz says, if you don't understand the Targum, and you, we're, we're not being Targum, and Akdamos then is a Shir Hakdama to something that we're not even doing anymore, then how could you sing Akdamos in the middle of the leaning? It's a Hefzik. Meaning, back in the day when you were actually being Targum, there was a, an understanding of why it, it makes sense to say Akdamos in middle of the laning. But if you're not being matagim, what's the chachma and saying akdamos then? Yitziv piskam, they left. Why? Because it's not so chamor to be mafsik in middle of the Ah. Now why were they only masakin a sheer hakdama for the second day of Shavuos and not for the first day? Very pasir. Because the haftarah, the first day of Shavuos, even though it's the most chash of Haftar of the year, because it's a Maisa Merkava, but Chazal say, Ein metargam in Maisa Merkava. They never did a Targum on the Haftar of the first day of Shavuos. Because the first day of Shavuos is a, is a reading about the Maisa Merkava. Because there's an opinion, we don't even read that Haftar. There's a Shita Ein Maftir in Merkava. Rabbi Yudas Mater. So Toysa says, we hold like Rabbi Yehuda, but to be metargim. They never were metargim, the Merkava. You want people to know what the Chashmal is. You want people to know what all these mystical secrets are. They never, there was a sheet that you weren't allowed to read it, b'chlal, let alone translate it. The Gemara says, One guy started reading Yechezkel, in the house of his Rebbe, and he started understanding the Chashmal, and a fire came down and burnt him up. They wanted to hide Yechezkel. So therefore, they were never Masakin, they never did Targum at all on day one of Shavuos, so there was never any Shir Hakdama. Day two of Shavuos is a beautiful Haftarah, about the giving of the Torah, and therefore, they were Masakin a Shir. And that Shir was was obviously more meaningful at a the time they understood the Targum and they actually were being Metagim. Once the Targum was dropped, so technically Yitzhak Piskam should be advanced to before the Haftarah, but we let it be, it's only the Haftarah. Masha'in Kein Akdamos, which is the Hakdama of the reading of the first day of Shavuos. So that was originally read after the first Pasuk, only at a time when they actually said the Targum. Now, Marv Rabbi who was Metagim? The Chumash. Onkelos Hager. He heard it, Mipi Rebbe Lezer. Onkelos, yes. Onkelos, right? Rebbe Lezer and Rebbe Yeshua. Who said the Targum on the Navi? Yoinus son Ben Uziel. 
Now, I can tell you a little thing, and everyone's going to email me and message me where I got it from. Like, Kilo, I'm saying a chidosh that, you sh- that nobody knows. Targum Yonasan ben Uziel on Chumash was not written by Yonasan ben Uziel. It it's made up. It's a made up name, Targum Yonasan ben Uziel. It's Targum Yonasan ben Uziel on Chumash is Targum Yushalmi. But there are two types of Targum Yushalmi. So the printers, they conveniently called it Targum Yonasan ben Uziel to distinguish between classic Targum Yushalmi and Targum, uh, the other version. Who says this? Everybody including the Chida. The Chida writes this explicitly in many places. And uh, Lesman de Poleg, Rabbi Yonisam ben Uziel, the Tana, did not write a commentary, a Targum on the Chumash. But he did write on the Navi. And this is a, a lesson in general. The Targum on the Chumash, they call Targum Yonisam ben Uziel. That's not Yonisam ben Uziel. The Targum on the Navi, they don't call Targum Yonisam ben Uziel. That is Targum Yonisam ben Uziel. That's a lesson for life. Most advertising is Sheker V'chazav. Okay? I'll give you another example. Whenever it does not say Rashi, like on Shas or on Chumash, it's Rashi. Whenever it does say Rashi, it is not Rashi. For example, on Perkei Avais, not Rashi. On, Di- on Divrei Hayamim, it's not Rashi. On, on the Rif, it's not Rashi. The Chidah writes this. It's very interesting, and it's a very good um, model in general, that often the name that appears somewhere, and the advertising, anyway, that's the, it's the Olam HaSheker. But one thing we know for sure, Yoinusam ben Uziel translated the Nevi'im. And when he did, the Gemara Megillah says, on Daf Gimel, Eretz Yisrael shook, Dalad Meyaz Parsa by Dalad Meyaz Parsa. And... Yonisem ben Uziel stood up on his feet and he said, "It's I didn't translate it for my honor, but I did it so that the Torah should be understood and there shouldn't be machlekes. So we see Yonisem ben Uziel was the author of the Targum of the Nevi'im and he was a very humble man. And therefore, before we read the Targum on the Haftorah, who wrote the Targum on the Haftorah? Yonisem ben Uziel. So as the conclusion of the Hakdama to the Targum on the Nevi'im, we say, Yehoinasan, referring to Yonasam and Uziel, Givarin Visan, you humble man, because you're a Mechaber, you're a Targum L'chvayt Hashem, and not L'chvayt Atzmecha, Bechenam Apirin. May God grant you grace. The Jewish people are indebted to you for your contribution and for your great work that you uh, gave the Jewish people. And when Yonisam ben Uziel wanted to translate Ksuvim, but uh, they didn't let him because in Ksuvim you have in Daniel when the Kates would be, and that was classified information. So that's the history of Akdamos being changed from middle of the reading to before the reading, and why Yitzid Piskam remains in the, during the reading, and as well as the identity of Yehoina's son, the Gevar in the son, and uh, the gratitude that the Jewish people uh, accord, Rabbi Yonasam ben Thank you very much, everybody, for coming today. Have a wonderful day. You've just experienced another Torah class, brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.